From beanies to carry bags and from shoes to caps, browse our shop now at tntradio.live. Pervoye Morich on today's News Talk Radio, TNT. It's the second hour here on the Hervoy Morich show. What do we got going on? This crazy report from the debrief.org synthetically generated, genomically targeted plagues will be the future of warfare, says New Defense report uh they say that um technological improvements including including messenger our mrna vaccines crispr gene sequences as a genetic engineering tool and advances in brain computer interfaces may shift strategic calculations the emergence of ever more countries with advanced biotech capabilities raises a new more dynamic feature for biotechnology at war they conclude saying that the human body will itself become a war fighting domain much like land or sea i guess if we think of full uh, the pentagon's full spectrum dominance where they say they need to have full spectrum dominance and control over land uh air sea space inner space outer space cyberspace and your body uh, i guess now and they go on to say whether whether countries utilize genetic engineering to maximize the soldier's performance or enhance their abilities with technology with time they will also be able to create biotechnology that can target specific genes for the purpose of an attack while non-state actors will have different goals the general risk is the same using people's dna against them we got a taste of that with uh covid 1984 bloomberg puts out uh, a piece a couple days ago says 2024 is the year of elections and that's a threat to democracy really you know my comment there is like we cannot trust you to vote right you must accept the candidates chosen by us the experts of the scientific dictatorship and oligarchy technocracy so again just re I can't believe they put out it's the year of elections elections are a threat to democracy all righty then okay uh Mexico a lot of stuff going on truck hijackings on the rise in Mexico uh cargo theft has been dominating headlines in recent months and I've been talking about this for months now how on highways here in Jalisco where I am and across Mexico they're just hijacking um goods so there were 6,030 reported hijackings in Mexico so this is 6,030 reported hijackings in Mexico between January um 2023 and September of last year this re represents an eight percent increase over the same period in 2022 so that's a growing concern for shippers carriers drivers sometimes drivers um you know they get their whole truck taken over maybe sometimes they pay bribes so not good for the economy or business um some globalist news uh here Italian foreign minister Antonio Tajani says quote we need a European army defense and a common army must become a concrete fact no longer postponable national resistance to sharing even these pieces of sovereignty will always be strong but if we remain divided we will always be defenseless sparrows in a world where eagles fly of course EU army that's the goal if you're going to have a supranational globalist union a one world Europe so to speak 
going to have a yeah, one common currency euro with it, one central bank ECB without without um you know it's a it's a single political system, single economic system, multiculturalism, and you're going to have one security system, which is an EU army. So that's what they're trying to put together, and a lot is going on in Poland. Polish police uh, arrest MPs in presidential palace. And it says that the arrests highlight the political turmoil between the Law and Justice Party and the new pro-EU coalition. So the, again, this is the, the true face of European democracy, technocracy, totalitarianism, tyranny. Uh, you've got um, just come out, uh, I can't even pronounce their names, but... I, one of the dudes has come out and said for the first time in 35 years since the fall of communism and the great victory of Poles over totalitarianism, we have political prisoners in Poland. Marius Kaminski and Maciej Wasik are victims of the political revenge of Donald Tusk's new government, globalist Brussels bureaucrat Donald Tusk's new government. I appeal to the democratic community of the West not to look passively at what is happening in Poland today. And now the jailed Polish ex-minister begins hunger strike. And Jack Poso also uh, has come out and said that uh, tomorrow there's going to be some event in Poland uh, that happens every year. And he's warning Polish patriots now that Tusk might attempt to run the Fed Surrection playbook at the protests in Warsaw. So what we've seen in the United States, J6, they ran that same Fed Surrection playbook, J8 in Brazil against Bolsonaro. And it looks like they're going to do it again in, in Poland. So anywhere, they did it to Imran Khan in Pakistan. So anywhere on the face of the planet that they find resistance to this to the globalist American empire, um, they're running these, these false flag ops to remove um, the populist power structures and yet again just another clip that surfaced about israeli minister of communication saying they need to continue the war until the gazans leave gaza until the palestinians leave so you're just seeing more and more israel say we're going to keep warring until gaza has been deserted and we can fill it in with israelis u.s warship directly targeted in largest ever houthi red sea missile attack and um reports that the list of Chinese preparations for war is now long, that it includes a military buildup and drills, stockpiling oil and food and recent PLA appointments. This is coming from Will Bill Gertz, who is a war hawk. Yes, I know, don't agree with him, but it does seem like China is prepping for um, what may be the inevitable and political reports that the world's first pandemic treaty may never happen that uh, the global effort to drop rules around who does what in the event of another fake pandemic is floundering as memories of COVID-1984 fade, raising a real possibility that talks will break down and leave the world as unprepared as it was in 2020 for dystopian scientific dictatorship, uh, biosecurity state. Some good news there, if, the, if, the, if this is true. All right, a Reminder that if you enjoy listening to TNT and think we're doing a good job, do let us know. You can leave uh, likes, positive reviews, comments on Facebook, Gab, Getter, X. You can leave a review on TNTradio.live. A big help is if you go to the podcast platforms like Apple or Spotify 
and leave a positive review there that gives us a boost. Help us get the word out as we cover the biggest topics of our time on TNT. Getting straight to the facts. Enough with the lies. We need facts. This is today's News Talk Radio TNT. By now, you probably already know that your surveillance device, your mobile device, such as a cell phone or tablet, along with a growing list of allegedly useful and tragically convenient smart objects are spying on you. But what about your car? New light has been shed on the mostly unknown and hardly ever read details hidden within the privacy policies that come with some automobile manufacturing companies' vehicles. Here with the story, the full enchilada. Joining me once again, TNT News producer Adam Clark, codename Ruckus. Thanks, Sabori. In a way, I'm actually kind of surprised it took to getting to 2024 for this to come out. But, uh, you know, always read the fine print, people, and that's with everything. This is really fascinating. Um, let's see here. I have a nice report here. I'm going to this is courtesy of News Target, uh, also sourcing a number of other places. Uh, they say that people are aware that the top selling points of electric or robo cars are convenience and their environmental and economic benefits, making everyone overlook the fact that these quote-unquote smart vehicles put them under total surveillance, gathering data and possibly selling their information to multiple companies. Well, how is this coming out to light? Well, there's a popular science blogger by the name of Joe Nova, who I believe is from Australia, if I'm not mistaken, uh, pointing out in this blog post how Japanese automobile manufacturing company Subaru has a privacy policy, which people often do not care to read carefully, that gives the company the authority to record conversations and users' faces so they can sell that data to the highest bidder. And of course, most likely all the other car companies have the same policies too. Under quote, information we collect, end quote, on the automaker's website, it indicates that within the past 12 months, Subaru has collected personal information, including identifiers, which are real names, usernames or aliases, postal addresses, unique personal identifiers, online identifiers, internet protocol addresses, email addresses, account names, social security numbers, driver's license numbers, vehicle information such as model and year, vehicle identification number, VIN number, and vehicle tele telemetry data, among others. The said brand's EVs also have the capability and are allowed to take personal information categories listed in the California Customer Records Statute, commercial information such as records of personal property, products or services purchased, obtained, or considered, browsing history of consumers' interactions with a website, application, or advertisement, geolocation data, including from connected vehicle services, audio recordings of vehicle occupants, as well as credit card information for optional services such as Subaru Starlink. This just means that artificial intelligence activated in the EV can identify the user's voice and anything they say already belongs to the car company. Thus, they can sell this information. Worse, even if you're just a passenger and were never even asked, your data won't be 
spared either. Nova said in the article, quote, so if you want to have a private discussion about your political views, your children, your religion, troubles at work, intellectual property, discoveries, information that might affect stock prices, your thoughts on immigration, corruption, mention any medical issues you have or affairs anyone you know has had, don't do it in an electrical car, end quote. Uh, Nova added that the car maker also had a disclaimer that they cannot guarantee that the information they are transmitting will not be intercepted by other parties. The blog urged the public to opt out, and the best way to do so is never to buy, drive, or ride in a Subaru. This is my, this is my favorite part. The writer further warns, quote, if you're walking on the street when a car with exterior cameras or sensors drives by, you might get caught up in that data collection too, end quote. Harvori, this is insane. Welcome to 2024. Welcome to the algorithm ghetto and my regular, semi-regular guest, Gabriel Custodiates of watchfromprivacy.com. Uh, you know, I listened to one of his podcasts. He's got a really good podcast when it comes to privacy, security, um, surveillance, and cybersecurity. And he, he specifically had on an expert that talked about what you're covering now, um, cars and how it's it's I mean this is black pilled stuff don't give me none of this white pilling stuff look look like it, it doesn't matter gas powered EVs he the expert said you know you can go to listen to that episode and he goes into detail on this stuff I'm, I'm going to try to get him on actually and he says soon it's not going to matter what model of car you're not going to have there's going to be no escape escape unless you build your own car uh, basically every model from a certain year going forward is going to have all this um stuff in it and um so you know i didn't have time to mention this on the news but now intel has reported that your car will soon be your mobile living room or home office on wheels thanks to intel's first generation ai enhanced software defined vehicle system on a chip uh, this was just yesterday announced at Intel, and it's funny, they, they they say that to fuel a faster, smoother transition to EVs in a sustainable SDV, Intel announced um, a committee to deliver an automotive standard, blah, blah, blah. So basically, they're trying to fuel uh, a faster transition to neo-feudalism. Um, and, you know, just last night, I, I was, I'm, you know, I'm usually up late. I was listening to a podcast regarding Mexico. And I mentioned this before, the Titan surveillance software that both the, that the narco state is using, using here in Mexico, the cartels now can, um, even if my good Google phone doesn't even save me, like they can, they have access, they can, you know, type in my name or phone number and using the cell towers, locate me uh, and, and disappear me. So it's like, you, even, you know, what, what are we going to do? Ruckus, <laughs> it's just like no escape from the algorithm ghetto from the cartels. We're screwed. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I just brush off anytime someone wants to try to warn me about the impending dangers in the near future. I'm like, we're way past that point, buddy. <laughs> Thanks. Just kidding. But yeah, pretty black pillish, this kind of stuff. But yeah, I mean, and then pretty soon people are going to be walking around like, I remember there being a similar issue when they tried to release the Google Glass. You remember Google Glass? It was the glasses that could, they're like, oh, everyone's going to walk around spying on your face. And I'm like, yeah, well, it's it's happening, but it's not coming from people's glasses. It's coming from, well, everything around you, literally. Yeah, and then the problem becomes, like, even if you don't have this type of car, again, all my neighbors have... I don't know how many, but uh, they've got Amazon rings. So that, that, even if I don't have one, 
it's it's like as if I have one, you know, Alexa's, Amazon Rings, draw. I had a drone once come into my backyard. Um, it's just it's you've got the Argus drones 24-7. Um it's just yeah, just uh, how I learned to love the algorithm ghetto, right? Dr. Strange Love, Dr. Strange, how I love to I learned to love the bomb. Interesting times, Ruckus. All right, catch up with you soon. Um, we'll be right back after this. TNT Radio's Steve Malzberg. 13 Israeli hostages released uh, as part of that ceasefire deal uh, 49 days after they were taken hostage. 49 days. So that still leaves about 225 to 227 more hostages. Uh, I'm with John Bolton, the former national security advisor to Donald Trump. I'm with Britt Hume of, uh, of Fox News. I'm with a bunch of other people who say this gives Hamas too much time to do whatever they want to do, to do whatever they need to do, to regroup, to rearm, to re-strategize. And as much as you want the hostages back, it can't be at the expense of the other part of the mission, which is to destroy Hamas. So I think it's a mistake. Steve Malzberg on TNT Radio. When you can point me to an industry, to a platform that reaches 250 million people a month, virtually nine out of 10 Americans, that's real, that's substantive, that's important. And that reach and that touch point and that daily reinforcement it's an amazing place to be able to communicate messages. That's massive. To find out more, go to tntradio.live. Without CO2, the world stops breathing. CO2 sustains all life on Earth. Government, the WEF, and the elite believe humans are the carbon they really want to be rid of. Today's News Talk, TNT Radio. All right, joining us on this guerrilla transmission is rebel yoshi pantera he is an mc and podcast host community builder permaculture designer festival and retreat producer plant-based vegan chef entrepreneur poetry writer and salsa dancer uh did i miss anything yoshi welcome to tnt that is all thank you so much i appreciate you thanks for the welcoming to the show yeah uh you're you're uh, a renaissance man you do many things and you'll be talking at the greater reset next week uh i will be there in morelia i've already got uh all my travel uh and and place to stay settled so i'm looking forward to it i got my starlink uh as well uh activated and so um the greater reset.org again a reminder people can come on down or watch live for free or watch the recording afterward but um just uh is this your first time speaking there or i think you've, you've spoken previously yeah Correct. This is my second time last year. Uh, we were guests and with my wife and they liked us. So they invited us again. So we're grateful for that. Yeah. And, you know, before talking about solutions and that sort of stuff, uh, I always like to get my guests take uh, nuanced perspective on on the great reset, you know, the new world order, the great reset, the globalists, well, what, you know, however you call them, what sort of your assessment of where we're at uh you know who these people are what they want and whatnot well yeah uh thank you for asking so it's very important to be aware about these entities uh the blackrock the world economic forum the world health organization 
uh, Bill Gates Foundation, the big technocrats like uh, Google, Facebook, and all uh, these guys. And what's happening is that they're basically creating systems that allow that allows them to control us more, uh, getting all our data and tracking every single move that it's that we're doing in our lives from the moment we go to sleep to the moment we um, wake up and every single decision that we make they more they know more than uh, than us about ourselves so uh, it's very interesting how uh, accurate this this is getting into where it gets to the point that we're gonna have uh, one world coin one bank one religion uh, there's already technology of uh, 30,000 artificial wombs that uh, can be given birth right now. Uh, so that kind of situation is just mind-blowing to the extent of really manipulating life. And this is not ethical anymore. It's not conscious. And we are learning to take action in terms of that. And so uh, uh, furthermore than just what's happening with these entities that are wanting to control everything, it's coming to the realization that us taking action for a better world is not because they are wanting to take control. It's because it comes down to be aware of basic human needs, basic knowledge of nature and connection to life. So that's what we're getting into. Yes, we're revolutionizing with all this is what's happening with governments and corporations, but it comes down to just living a simple, basic lifestyle. So that's that's what we're talking about. Yeah. And, you know, I think it's something we should be doing, should have been doing even before Cobra Commander Klaus Schwab announced his great reset. Some of us were in that process uh you know i i've talked to people who would say yeah my uncle since vietnam has been talking about this stuff in, in the 70s so a lot of people knew about this sort of coming one world thing and have been building farms and so i think the key here is um you know on, on one of your websites on your podcast website you say um basically you're trying to radically um or, or, or your audience basically is interested in, in the radical transformation of their lives into a self-sufficient and resilient lifestyle aligned with values and principles to live in harmony with all life. And, you know, I think decentralization, de decentralization is the key word here. And so, so where does our revolution begin? There are many facets here, health, um, food, technology, um, you know, where does our revolution start? Definitely uh, in the individual and the self, where it comes to uh, what am I, what am I, what am I doing in my life? So, and and understand that it, am I connected to my inner potential? Am I connected to um, my spirituality and my my reason to exist? And starting from there, um, we can take further action towards creating a reality, a harmonious, holistic system in order to, to live the life that we want to create. And meaning that we can create anything we want. We live already in, in, in a world that 
us humans have created. However, it's been directed towards greed and competition and power over the people. So uh, further than that, we want to understand the power that we have as individuals and as a collective, as communities, and, and start from there. So I start from myself, I start with my family, I start with my neighbors, I start with uh, the broader community in your work, in your school, and from there, organizing ourselves in which it's not just being friends and not just being supporting each other and in, in, in our projects with, with likes on social media. It's actually just interchanging our goods and services, building a, a, a re regenerative economy. That means in a way that it, it doesn't feed more the degenerative system. Uh, that involves uh, it, me, the clothing that I'm using, where does it come from? Does it come from a friend? Does it come from a local? Is it, is it a big Amazon? Is it a big corporation? Uh, and stuff like that. My toothpaste, my toothbrush. Did I buy it from my neighbors or my friends or is it from uh, all these other big corporations? So all these little details, decisions actually have a great impact. So it starts within myself. It's the decision that I'm making today not only benefit me but benefit all life is it doing that so every time my decision i i want to ask myself two three times does it not only benefit me but it benefits the greater good for the life of our, our existence so that's kind of like uh, what we want to be aware of yeah that's a great point starting with ourselves first um our own i guess getting our own philosophies straight and then proceeding outward from there we're going to jump real quick to our headlines news news there is a difference what's on the schedule for today a little less yappity yap and a little more news yay now tnt radio news for tnt this is james o'neill hunter biden made an unexpected appearance at a house oversight committee hearing on wednesday the hearing was convened at 10 a.m. Eastern Time to discuss a resolution that could hold Biden in contempt of Congress for not complying with a subpoena demanding his private testimony. Former Governor Chris Christie is bowing out of the race for the Republican presidential nomination amid poor polling numbers days before the Iowa caucuses. Globalist agendas, democratic rights at risk, corruption, propaganda, it never stops. For the news and views silenced by the mainstream media, by government and corporations, vote one. TNT Radio. Free speech always has a home here. Stay up to date with the latest live news and current affairs delivered by our lineup of expert commentators and hosts. Listen to TNT Radio anywhere you go. Ask Alexa or Google to play TNT Radio or download the TNT Radio app for free from the App Store or Google Play. Today's news talk. This is TNT Radio. We're back with Yoshi Pan. Uh, Pantera, who will will be speaking next week, uh, his his second time at the Greater Reset. Org. We were just chatting. Uh, we'll be hanging out, I guess, next week. Um, and uh, your websites, I think, again, are regenerativeculture.world slash podcast, seedstranscendence.pro, and floraplantbasedcuisine.com. Are those your websites? Any others? Uh, yeah, I got those three websites. Yes. Right. Uh, Regenerative I... culture one is uh, a new one that we're, you know, we're working on. Okay. Yeah. I, I dropped the links in the chat. People can find them 
there and just uh, any thoughts on the greater reset i think i heard that this was the last one uh they're organizing for now i had a blast last year i met so many great people some of my guests on the program uh i i bumped into dell big tree a couple times in the elevator and stuff and just so much fun um and, and i like i feel like it's a people's conference it's it's populist it's it's low-key not so much ego uh i feel and solutions based just just your thoughts you know your takeaways from your experience last year and what you're looking forward to um next week yeah the the greater reset is awesome it's i want to use this words underground are really nice cool people doing amazing great stuff and i say underground because of course it's not conventional it's not out there where it's being manipulated information and it's really basically creating the solutions in order to uh, create the systems that we want so it's not participating in the conventional systems anymore but creating a parallel system which makes the current ones semi-obsolete to a certain degree because it's still going to exist for some time uh, because they're really big, right? So uh, being in the greater reason and connecting with all these different people from all the world, all the world was just mind blowing. I've connected as well, so many teams collaborating with a few of them. And it's just amazing to be in these types of events as well as in others that are eco villages or retreats or stuff like that, that allows us to realize how many people, how many of us are already doing amazing things. It's just that we have not have the power to connect and exchange our goods and services, our, our, our projects and everything that we're doing. So the more we are out there, the more uh, we realize and the more empowered we become. So it's it's very important to be in these types of events or at least being online and watching it live for sure. Yeah, and just my experience. I made it a point last year. Um, I went to the US. I think I went to six different events or, or, or conferences uh, and it costs money. It's a bit of an investment, but I really enjoyed uh, every single one of them. And I think it's important, as you say, in-person networking as well as online digital networking we need both and you know one thing leads to uh another and so you, you mentioned you know when we talk about this rebel revolution this process of now the parallel system the parallel economy decentralizing uh you know start with yourself figure out what you want your philosophy uh and then you deal with food a lot uh you know agriculture and that's one of the threat points that's what they're coming after, right? They want to take away our meat. Um, there last week in the US, there was a raid on the raw milk farm. Um, and and so they're trying to take away our ability to to to, to feed ourselves and to be independent. And, and we've seen this throughout history, like um the Holodomor in Ukraine, where the Soviet government starved seven million Ukrainians. Uh, and so that's a classic tactic of of the regime. Your thoughts when it comes to um food. Food is a big one. It's uh, what keeps us alive and it's being manipulated so many ways uh, with GMOs and um, just chemicals and stuff like that. And to the point that, yeah, they're taking away the land of the farmers. And this is very important to be aware of because uh, that's what is our power. So uh, I don't know if you noticed, but uh, there is uh, less and less knowledge about how to cook as well as there is uh, an observation that they're taking the fire away from us, meaning that there's electric stoves. So the more we use electricity, 
the less we have access to fire in a way that taking away the fire from something ancient from humanity is crucial. That's that's how we we live. We live off of the fire, not necessarily the electricity. So the the more we acknowledge that these little aspects of our lives are being taken away just for commodity or for us to be safe um, is very important to question. In terms of the food uh, specifically, it's been confusing. What's healthy? What's not? Uh, how can I become uh, more independent from it? So what we're creating right now is connections with the farmers directly and making sure that the restaurants are buying from these farmers directly there's there's big corporations like cisco and all of these distributors that bring food from far away and it doesn't make any sense anymore you go to a store and the the local apple is more expensive than an apple that comes from chile for example it's it doesn't make any sense anymore and then the more we realize you have frozen food uh, and so easy to just put in a microwave and eat. And then you go to the restaurants. Most of the restaurants are not healthy. It's it's really fat food or, or, or gluten and, and it's not really nutritional. So it's really hard to uh, see restaurants or, or food distributors or farmers that are participating and um, providing really healthy quality local foods. And so even if it's a little more expensive, which is not expensive, it's just become the, the, the industry has become so big that the, the price has been so low down that we think that eating healthy is expensive, but it's not. It's actually uh, learning how to choose and how to manage our money in a way that we can eat healthy every day, two, three times a day, and making the investment for yourself as well as supporting the these local small businesses that are actually doing a lot of effort for this uh it's a great deal to the point that eventually we will have our own economic system in in every aspect uh, having our own food system our clothing like i said our toothpaste toothbrush even technology like phone computers uh soon maybe our satellite we don't know that the importance here is to understand that we have the power to become completely independent of the government corporations that are manipulating our lives. So yes, it starts from ourselves, it starts from what we eat, it starts from how we dress, how we sleep, and further every single decision that we make. So uh, yes, it's, it's about that. Yeah, I remember during COVID um, 2020, I, I escaped Kazakhstan and came back to Mexico. And one of the, I just, because we were in this dystopian biosecurity state, and I just literally filled up the cart completely with like canned goods. Uh, I was buying seeds, seed packages because I, you know, I thought this was it. Like I'm going to need seeds to start growing my own food because pretty soon I won't be able to go. They won't allow me into the supermarket. Some places in Mexico that actually happened where you couldn't for a time without your vaccine passport could not go like in Tlaxcala. It was reported that without a vaccine vaccine passport you couldn't enter the supermarket or even a public park crying out loud um and so absolute in in um insanity and what about when it comes to health you know we've got this big pharma model now they want to inject everyone um it's it, the pharmaceutical industrial 
complex. Um, your thoughts uh, on that? I've always been a big proponent of, of natural, traditional, alternative health, and you know, just just going to the hospital, like if you break your leg or something. Do you feel more people are um, waking up to the scam? Definitely a lot of people are waking up and not trusting the pharmaceuticals. It's, it keeps us numb from actually being healthy. And uh, the more we observe that and actually talk with people about it, people that are vaccinated, people that have not been vaccinated. And, and even before COVID, a lot of the results have been uh, having within our families. Even We don't even have to do much research to actually really observe by just within our families and the people that we know that it's not working and it's been a manipulation for us to keep us buying and buying and not really solving the problem of whatever is happening with our health and really the alternative is preventing any type of these sicknesses of course if i break my arm if i have a car accident if i have a seizure or something like that of course we need some uh, really uh, this uh, technological medicine uh, spaces however uh, but, you know, taking pills for little things and, and for headaches, inc including for um, um, when you have high sugar and all these things that can be completely avoided just by the way we eat and doing exercise, being out of the sun, um, connecting to really quality water. All these little things that are really basic can avoid any type of interaction with these pharmaceuticals and big corporations so medicine right now is high manipulation of technology and so now we want to be uh, more aware of that and take specific actions within our health uh personally me i have not been vaccinated of course they vaccinated me when i was born with somehow but i have not i feel really healthy I did get sick in the COVID experience. I cured myself with garlic and ginger and turmeric, just eating it raw. It was a good experience, a little challenging, but um, the thing here is to not be afraid. And as we have known already, fear is what raises that um, sickness within us. So, uh, yeah, I think this is important for us to be aware and take action. Yeah, and in many ways, I've just stopped listening to the system. Like, uh, I go on my roof. Uh, when it's sunny uh, here in Mexico, I'll just go on my roof for a good half hour, even 45 minutes, no sunscreen, right? They, they tell you, oh, put on the sunscreen. No, that's garbage. It's it's chemicals. And then they say, oh, only don't stay out too long out in the sun, you know, 10 minutes. And no, I'm going to stay 30 minutes, an hour, get my vitamin D, you know, screw you guys. Uh, and then, as you mentioned, exercise um, is important. And then clean food. It's not that hard. Just stuff that's not processed. Fruits. Um, vegetables for those that eat meat, meat um, for those that don't, you know, there's seeds, there's all kinds of stuff, but anything that's not processed. And it's just, uh, yeah, that's what we should be um, doing. I, I did want to get your thoughts uh, quickly on COVID, but we got to jump to our break. Uh, again, people can leave comments, questions in the chat uh, through my email or even call in uh, and do check out thegreaterreset.org. We'll be right back. It's been said that when someone you love has Parkinson's, you have Parkinson's. The truth is, Parkinson's disease doesn't just affect the diagnosed. It affects everyone who supports and helps care for them. Worldwide, over 10 million people are living with Parkinson's, a neurological disease that affects movement. And with so many places to search for information, it can be difficult to know where to begin. The Parkinson's Foundation has answers. 
answers for everyone in the fight. We can help you understand the disease, help you find expert care, give you tips for living a better life, share the latest research, help you find local support, and there's a free helpline you can call. Find your answers and join us in the fight against Parkinson's. To learn more, please go to parkinson.org or call 1-800-4PD-INFO. The Parkinson's Foundation. Better lives together. There are 16 million children struggling with hunger in America. That's one in five daughters, sons, neighbors, and classmates who don't know where their next meal is coming from. Yet billions of pounds of good food go to waste every year. It's time we do something about it. Feeding America is a nationwide network of food banks that helps provide meals to millions of kids and families in need. Visit feedingamerica.org to help them feed even more. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. This is the Hervoy Moritz Show on today's News Talk, TNT Radio. It's our final segment with Yoshi Pontera. Some of his websites, I uh, put them in the chat, regenerativeculture.world, seedstranscendence.pro, uh, floraplantbasedcuisine.com. He's speaking uh, for the second time at thegreaterreset.org next week uh, here in Morelia, Mexico. I will be there. Come on down. Uh, jump on my live TNT broadcast. Uh, you can, uh, I'll be broadcasting from the venue, outside the venue. Uh, and if you can't make it, watch for free live or uh, the recordings afterward. Um, I, I did want to get your thoughts on on COVID, what you thought that was. I mean, it just for me, it just seemed like a pretext to take over the planet uh, and install digital control, the, the, the digital passports, a social credit system, um, basically, and then inject us for a number of reasons. Uh, I, I say I feel that some of the reasons were sterilization, um, kill off maybe a portion uh, of, of the people who took, people are getting Guillain-Barre's. There's people that I know uh, that died from the shop here in Mexico, friends of mine here in Mexico that say their friends who are like in 30s and 40s who have Guillain-Barre paralysis now. And, and then, you know, I think the, the CIA met December 2019 and discussed how they could... Um, leverage an epidemic to roll out digital health technologies just briefly well what, what, what's your thought on on COVID and what they were trying to do and then if you think they're going to try something like that again <laughs> yeah uh 2009 when i was really overwhelmed with a lot of information that i found in my in my research my curiosity and i really knew something was coming but I had no idea what it was and around 2014 I started like taking some actions with with permaculture and becoming self-sufficient because it was getting smelly that something was happening uh, but I did hit 2020 and I was visiting my my mother that just moved to Florida and uh, it was unexpected and I was shocked uh, for a bit and mostly shocked because of the reaction of the people in terms of just obeying and like you said before like disobeying is one of the key elements for for changing our, our world to the better and there's history about that but i was really shocked how uh, immediately everyone was doing uh what we're supposed to be doing and luckily i was here in florida it wasn't really uh strong like that it was pretty chill 
uh, but I was observing a lot and, and talking to a lot of people and really saw uh, uh, some vaccine people I know uh, got injured in many ways. And overall, um, behind the, the vaccination uh, was basically the system created in order to manipulate the masses. And it, tricky enough, if you observe how the vaccination system for the dogs are in the world is is pretty similar. Where dogs cannot the dogs cannot go to the restaurants, um, they cannot access uh, or fly to other places without the vaccine and stuff like that. So the system was already kind of in place, and so adding it to whereas, uh, of course, there was stepping stone with nine eleven with the. Uh, uh, airports being like all controlled out and uh, there's all these little stepping stones that we think that we're not aware of but uh, if we observe a little deeper and have a, a really uh, just that energy of questioning and being curious about why these things happen we can find without really doing that much research we can observe around us and and, and understand like does this make sense is this ethical where does this want to go um, so eventually we realized, okay, 2020, all this is happening. What can we do about it? And, and so disobeying is one of the key elements in order to change what we don't want to be happening. I still see, like I was traveling with, with people, it affected really psychological a lot in Ecuador and Mexico and Florida, the place I've been. People are still using some masks. And I asked them, hey, why are you using the mask? And I was just personal reason. Um, okay, are you aware that you know it doesn't really work and and you okay just breathing all those chemicals from the mask and stuff? Yeah, but I just don't want to be in my face. It's just personal, it's like okay, you know, I respect, but it's affecting as well as in the youth. The youth uh also they, they're kind of shy already with. Uh, being social and, and because of the gaming and all this stuff now with the mask and well, a lot of them still go to school with masks and they don't want to be just open up, uh, just shy about how the way they look and you guys just got used to having covered your mouth and um, all these situations are, are very crucial for what happened in that time. And so now what can we see from those experiences is, is these patterns of it didn't really work for for this whole like being safe and vaccine uh, even though they're keep promoting it be, to be safe keep vaccinating yourself and all that i'm just shocked how people continue to believe it and so the more we talk about it like we're talking about right now help us really uh pass that on to help people to question and not only do that but to take action and that action involves research and also being healthy and prevent and just you know be strong with your immune system and also yeah and and, and thoughts on um you know the, the wellness mentally you know staying sane my colleague here on tnt out in ireland rick moon um frequently would make videos about and 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 them saying um we need to stay sane um and I think we have to be calm without stress um, and lo look at the, 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 you know, this evil, face it, what we're discussing. 
but you know i i don't get say depressed uh, i'm happy every day i'm happy and 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 joyful um and you, you know you, you get active you occupy your 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 time and your day with stuff building the parallel system you know having a purpose in life and so uh some people just get stuck on looking at, at at this crazy stuff and freaking out about it every day do you have any thoughts on you know how to maintain a good mental uh health yeah totally uh there's many ways uh one basic and ancient one is meditation uh to keep ourselves calm and breath work uh furthermore in the psychological part is yes maintain yourself positive but don't fake yourself in a way that if you're feeling sad or you're feeling mad express it but transform it express it because if you keep it inside that builds up and then it affects your health your health physically as well as it affects your your family members and community so uh, the feelings and emotions are great but the situation is not to hold it as well as to not fake it yeah everything is good and pretty but actually express i'm mad today and because of this this is okay let's transform that let's you know write a song write some poetry uh do some building go do some martial arts um different things that we can transform that energy in a way that uh, we don't hold it and especially become an example for the youth because the youth right now is 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 holding all that is is being affected by what's been happening in the society with all these problems uh and and, and they're not talking about it they don't know how to talk about it we're not even asking hey how are you feeling about what all, all this is happening and and being able to talk about it express it transform it journal it and all this is crucial in order for us to uh, move forward and grow healthy uh, mental body and spirit so um there's this uh if it's a little harder than just doing it for yourself look for help do uh do it accountability with your friends as well as uh there's great ancient practices with ceremonies um there is uh medicine like ayahuasca san pedro uh this really helps a lot um i'm being part of that world as well and and yeah, reach out, not only with me, there's a lot of great people, make sure it's legit, it's the people you can trust and you can, um, um, yeah, get close to them and and find out more and have those experiences because it really helps awaken your inner potential and and and, and, and thrive within your life. So uh, yeah, that's what I'm about. Yeah, I had greater reset. There will be um, the option after the conference for the ayahuasca, for an ayahuasca. A ceremony uh we got just uh four minutes left real quick I did want to ask you about Ecuador because I think you're from there originally and all hell is breaking loose in Ecuador um there's talk of a civil war criminal elements against the government a any thoughts what, what what's what's happening yeah there's a lot in Ecuador Ecuador is dollarized uh many years now but maybe 20 years ago and uh it's been influenced by United States now it's involved with China and of course there's a mafia right so there's a lot of happening around that connected with Colombia with Peru and they really want to take over they have been taking over somewhat uh in negotiation with the governments and these corporations with private sectors and that uh, however I really believe in the local 
people, the indigenous communities. Man, the Ecuador is one of the very few countries that overthrow the, the president. Get out of here. They come from thousands of people walking from wherever rural spaces and cities they come from, and they walk all the way to the capital city and overthrow the government. Of course, there's civil war type experiences, battles, and uh, but the importance here is to not be afraid and stand up for what we believe. And this is a very great example. So I'm not afraid. I feel that Ecuador is an amazing, strong country. Recently, they've been uh, killing some political friends um, that are really leaders that have been really raising their voices about who is here um, doing some change. And so that's what's happening in, in terms of Ecuador. Um, yeah there's 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 a lot happening it's not new to us um and like i said we're really strong and standing up and, and taking some action so yeah we'll see what happens there um you know it's also a difficult situation here in mexico um all right we got we're two minutes to midnight you know any other thoughts final thoughts uh again the greaterreset.org you'll be there they can find more of your info um there as well i was looking at your flora plant-based cuisine uh and i was getting hungry uh, <laughs> uh, all right so you know, any, any other thoughts final thoughts for us yeah i want to uh, invite everyone to become part of regenerative movements um, i'm an advocate with my wife about regenerative culture and we organize experiences retreats just creating the conditions to allow to accelerate the process from the awakening of the reality, the inner power and the spirituality to the action. So it's all good and great about learning, but the action is what takes us to further create the reality we want to live for a prosperous, healthy life for future generations to come. So please check out our website, ctranscendence.pro, which is our main project, where we're creating the retreats. Right after the Greater Reset, we have a four-day retreat in Tepoztlan. It's the first time in Mexico doing the retreat. And furthermore, in the jungle, in the Amazon, if you want to come to Ecuador, we do up to 21-day regenerative culture experiences and just changing the whole perception of what life is about all right uh fascinating stuff uh i guess uh, i'll see you next week thegreaterreset.org uh you'll find yoshi's links and, and and all of his work thank you for coming on the program thank you hermano i appreciate you for the invitation and everything that you're doing congratulations and i'll see you soon for sure all right yeah and um i'm signing off now steve malzberg is up next don't touch that dial keep on rocking in the not so free world uh as patrick mcguhan used to say in the prisoner be seeing you <laughs>